Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back. Just another failure podcast. Hey, before the show gets going, we want to talk about a couple rad brands that we're hooked up with. Hey, we're here so you guys can get a discount on some cool products. If you don't want to hear the spot and you don't want to get hooked up, skip ahead. Listen to the podcast. But if you want to save a couple bucks, you want to support rad companies, these next couple minutes are for you guys. Hey, first off, we just teamed up with Rockwell Watches, Salt Lake City, Utah, some rad, rad guys. They love our first responders, our military they love to help give back to charity. They got rad watches, snowboard goggles, dirt bike goggles, backpack, hats, everything. They got you covered. Head over now. Use Failure20 at checkout to get 20% off Rockwell time. Also, we got our boys in Winters, California, Muertos Coffee. Muertos Coffee is firefighter-owned and operated coffee company, plus 5% of their sales goes back to the National Fallen Firefighters Association, plus our first responders out there. Great company to support. Use promo code JUSTANOTHERFAILURE at checkout. Get 15% off. Hey, also, Devin and I, we got some rad sunglasses. They're customizable. They're also second to safety glasses. They're rad. They're comfortable. That's our boys, San Jose, California, Heat Wave Visual. You want to be looking good? You want to keep your eyes protected? Have some rad lifestyle clothing as well? Head over now, heatwavevisual.com, promo code FAIL at checkout for 10% off. Also, you know, the days of shaving your balls with a rusty razor like an old pirate, those days are behind us, man. I don't know if you guys have ever got stuck in that position. I have a time or two. I've been on the road having to shave, end up having old razor blades. I can't get to the store wherever I'm at in another country, and I end up having getting stuck with a rusty razor. It sucks. It hurts. It chafes you. It's not a good time. But we got a company where you're not going to get chafing anymore. You're not going to get razor burn anymore. We got you protected. What do we got with Manscaped, bud? Dude, thank God we got Manscaped because those boys are hooking us up and helping us out. Listen up, fellas. We got some big dates upon us. One of the biggest games of the year is February 7th. That's right, the Super Bowl. And a week later on February 14th is Valentine's Day. Get and your our balls f- super and fine. <laughs> and our friends at Manscaped are here to make your balls feel super and make sure you're ready for whatever both nights might take you. Our partners at Manscaped are here to tell you to join the already 2 million men who trust Manscaped products for their below-the-waist grooming needs. Just like our boy Matt over here needs some help, these guys got you covered. Straight razors, rusty razors, it's hurting me. (laughs) The best way to get started is with the Perfect Package 3.0. It's led with their revolutionary third-generation lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which has advanced skin-safe technology and features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, and it's also waterproof so you can use it in the shower. And let's be real, we've all smelled the worst down there. And that's why I'm thankful for the Crop Preserver and the Crop Reviver. These products keep our boys from sweating, smelling, and stinking. The Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxers that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. These Manscaped boxers are high performance and anti-chafing and easily some of the comfiest boxers I've ever had. My girlfriend even tries to steal them from me because they're that comfy, so it's not just for the boys. Because you steal her clothes, let's be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair. Hey, don't tell anybody. But uh, complete your grooming game with the refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. With the same signature scent that's in all of Manscaped's formulas, this cologne is the perfect complement to the collection. So get 20% off and free shipping with code FAIL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FAIL at checkout. So tackle your pubes and win the Super Bowl in your pants and be ready for a romantic evening on Valentine's Day with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. And not only your balls, if you want to be looking fine, smelling fine for you and mine, grab their new refined. Dude! 
Yeah, that's right. Their cologne is nice. nice You'll enjoy buddy. it. Hey, if you guys like our flags, head over to 30 Seconds Out and grab a flag from those guys. If you guys live in Southern California, you like electric boat rentals, check out London Boat Rentals. They hook us up with our studio and always are helping promote us. Check out London Boat Rentals, Long Beach Marina. We'll see you next time. If we haven't lost you yet, get into the episode. Here we go. Enjoy the episode, guys. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Just Another Failure Podcast with myself, Devin, my buddy, Matt, and with us today. We got Roger, dude. We got our boy, Roger. How's it going? Owner of Slabsides Motorcycle Shop in San Jose. He's a he's also a big Harley Wheelie guy. <laughs> big, big Harley Wheelie big guy. Big Harley Wheelie guy, and uh, you're part of the Straight Up crew, right? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then uh, you're also owner of where we are right now, which is the Cadillac Ranch, where you guys are, uh, I mean, you just built this new shop where you're going to be working on some cars and bikes and yep. doing all sorts of cool stuff. And you can also board your horses right out there. <laughs> yeah. So you're do, doing it all. Do a little bit of everything. Yep. <laughs> right on. Well, uh, I mean, first off, what's going on, man? How are you? Good, man. Uh, just got up at the crack of dawn this morning, went to uh, Fresno and got some new wheels for my truck and made it back just in time to meet up with you guys and talk some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, dude, the truck looks bad, man. Just staring at it in here in the shop. This place looks super sick. Your shop looks money, too, man. Thank like you. this. But you, uh, you did quite a bit in a year and a half out here since you've been here. You got the 110 track out, yep. uh, out in the back out here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Built all the horse stalls out here. Uh, got people boarding their horses. Go uh, a little bit closer. To my uh, pretty much, you know, local around Morgan Hill, Hollister. Uh, everyone from around this area boards. They've been pretty, uh, pretty good to us and been pretty loyal to our ranch, and it's been easy. So what got you kind of into the horse boarding business and the horse stalls? And because I saw, I watched a couple of years ago, like you kind of getting into horse riding. Yeah. Like, did you grow up with it too, like in San Jose? Or what, no. what kind of got you into that life? Yeah, no, not me. Uh, my fiance, she's been into horses her whole life, and uh, we watched this uh, documentary. It was called uh, Unbranded. Oh. Okay. It, it was about wild mustangs and this group of guys that uh, they. They got a bunch of wild mustangs and rode them from the Mexico border to the Canada border, and right then and there, I was like, I need myself another hobby, something <laughs> something super hard to do, which is break a mustang. And uh, me and my fiance went down to Ridgecrest and got our uh, my first horse, Rome, and we've been kind of breaking them ever since. Uh, Melissa has been putting in that's a lot some, of work. That's some real cowboy stuff, like yeah, breaking yeah. the mustang in. Yeah, it was just been a crazy. Uh, crazy challenge for sure how many years ago was that now that you started that i'm trying to remember when i kind of first saw you doing that we've we've had him for about three years yeah yeah. dude that's rad man but i mean just another hobby i've I've always known you to be the hustler whether it was slinging puppies or (laughs) slinging cadillacs bad cadillacs and bikes and slab sides and like how did that kind of all start like the slab side business because you you guys were had the straight up stuff is matt still part of slab sides no he's not anymore he okay. was uh he was my business partner for like the first year okay and um we uh we split ways about a year in um and i just took over full ownership yeah um, we went half and half in at, at first and uh i was into i was a plumber at first and was into building motorcycles and i told a bunch of my boys at one time i was like within a year's time I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to save money, sell these bikes, sell these bikes, and something, we're just going to do something, I don't know what. And Slab Sides was like a kind of a chopper shop already, and 
Um, the owner was just always so good to me, and I went in there, and I was building Vicky, which is my FXR that I mainly stunt on, the one with the rose on it. That's the rose bike. It yeah. used to be black and gold. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was like uh, root beer, gold, and black. and. Uh, that's the famous bike. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I looped on. Well, hey, whoa, whoa, yeah. we're going to have to get into that <laughs> yeah. a little bit. We're, we'll, we'll hold on to that yeah. story for yeah. a minute. But. Um, so that was that bike, and I went into Slabside. This is where I got my parts. Uh, Bruce was the old owner. Um, old guy, had it for like 15 years. And he was he was like, you're going to own this place one day. And I was like, yeah, whatever, dude. Just can I get my mirrors and my brake pads, you know, and I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, man, like after that year's time of just hustling bikes, uh, I went in there and he's like, it's going down. Like I'm retiring. Um, he went to go grow pot or something. And he was like, uh, you need to pick this up. And, I, you know, I had a decent amount of money saved and I. I told all my friends I talked to a year before that, and I was like, hey, the time's now. Like, I'm going to invest in this. Who's ready? And, like, really the only dude that was down was my boy Matt, and we went in half and half on you it. Didn't, you didn't want to keep keep plumbing, doing the plumbing Fuck thing? Fuck <laughs> uh, Made a really great lifelong friend out of it, my old boss, Jeff. Uh, yeah, he taught me a lot about, you know, plumbing for one and then just, you know, work ethic and uh, grinding, so... But yeah, I was over being underneath houses, man. I tell yep. you, that shit sucks. <laughs> yep. It's funny, like, yeah, working a trade or working construction stuff early on, like, you just realize, like, the labor that's involved in it. Oh, and you're yeah. like, you know, you always kind of are looking for that next kind of grind, that next kind of thing to, like, definitely do something you enjoy and that you're passionate yeah. about. And I mean, being under houses, you know, in EPA, listen to drive-by gunshots while you're under a house, like, <laughs> hoping that you're close to the foundation. <laughs> You're, I was just like, man, I wish I was working on motorcycles right now. Fuck this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely uh, sign sign me off on that one. I don't, I'm not signing up for a drive by shooting, but sure. putting some plumbing together. No, I mean, yeah. it was pretty dope by the time you started uh, slab sides because you've been running straight up and stunting bikes for a couple years prior to that. So you already kind of had a bike scene that followed you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, the whole straight up thing. Uh, we were, you know, the the click had been around since. Uh, 2004 i believe and uh, all sport bikes uh christy open he's uh, one of our good one of my good friends uh, he hit me up and was like uh, i had go just got moved back from la i moved down to la i was there for about six months and i had moved back and he's like hey let's ride and then we kind of brought that harley thing back into straight up and kind of reamped it what year was that uh, I believe it was like 2012. Okay. Yeah, 2012, 2013. Um, so we like revamped it and brought it back up to uh, you know a certain point with all Harleys. It was kind of we were kind of known as like a Harley click, but a lot of people didn't know it was really a sport bike click um, from the early 2000s, uh, and it it took off from there with Harleys, and now it's Harleys and sport bikes. So we we have both. Um, one of uh, the original guys, uh, Black. There's another guy, Sean. Uh, a lot of people that don't know the, you know, the founders of it. Straight up, Sean and George and Black and Chris. Uh, I'm sure. You guys probably like kind of took over the face there for a minute. Like we, definitely you yeah. and Scott and stuff and Chris for Me sure. Me and Scott and Chris and Ricky. We really just, you know, the Harley scene blew up so fat after yeah. like, you know, Unknown Industries was the only real click doing it at yeah. the time, and we came onto the scene and just really we're the second click really in it and we just blew it up as i was about to say like dude the harley wheelie scene like took off yeah like everybody is everybody does it now it like, went, it's yeah. crazy it's crazy you'll uh, see it everywhere you'll be going down the freeway and some dude's just wheeling a harley yeah. now like and that goes you know hand in hand with my business slab sides you know we'll um 
this year not so much because of the whole you know i hate to use covid as like a a cop out but since nah, everybody uses covid yeah, everyone's just, like, come on just COVID. run it you know you want to it's yeah good. so we've been doing uh, less bike nights but um, bike night was a thing that me and a couple pals started so fun yeah we started that <laughs> yeah. and um you know we started off with like six or seven dudes and then before we knew it dude we would have 200 300 bikes cruising san jose just taking the road yeah over. matt said you guys would literally like just take over like take whole intersections dude, we'd, everything we'd meet at the plaza yeah and you'd meet there and then Roger would say where the ride was going. And yeah. then if you ever were late to the ride, like you just you're looked left. up, you just looked they're up gone. and looked for the helicopter, and yeah. you're like, "Hey, the ride's like over there. <laughs> I need like, to go that way. I'm gonna start following <laughs> yeah. the helicopter." But it, it was fun because, like, I remember like pre bike nights with the Harleys. We used to do bike nights in San Jose on yeah. like the cruisers, yeah. and like me and the rehab crew, we would go out and like you do like a critical mass takeover of all of us cruising San Jose on the bicycles. On the bicycles. Yeah. And then like, I got to do it with you guys, but it was always kind of that same vibe. You it know, was, we, we sure. just took over intersections, the city with bikes and those were awesome. And then the Halloween rides, everyone would come up dressed, dressed up. up. Yeah, it was wild. And, uh, it went hand in hand with like straight up and, and the bike night and then slab sides. I mean, we would just, you know, people would be doing wheelies and crash, and then sure enough, Monday morning I'd see him at the shop. Like, I need a fuckload of parts. <laughs> Can you help me fix my bike? Everybody, everybody's looping out and yeah. crashing, yeah. and you're like, "Hey, yeah, um, hit me up, dude. I got you guys covered." <laughs> Pretty much, it's I mean, a win-win for you. It is, but it's at the same time, it's also you know helping helping the guys in the industry. Nah, that's somewhere, sick, though, somewhere yeah. for them to go. Well, it's cool, like having a buddy that you could be like, "Dude, you saw me wad last night, yeah. like." Can we, uh, can we get a little help over here? <laughs> and, like, dude, like, anytime you stunned at a Harley, like, I got into it for a while, like, you're going to crash at one oh. point or another. And, like, I looped my bike out in, in Orange County on Jamboree one day, like, yep. just rolling, like, a good one for a while. And I remembered, like, that feeling, like, I'm, I'm going, and I'm, I had a wheelie going for probably, like, a mile, just chilling, like, yeah. having a good one. And then I went to go hit my rear brake, and I felt my foot go straight past my rear brake, and I went, oh, shit. Oh. Like, in my head, as soon as my foot missed it, I was like, Oh, You're it's done. it's Here going, go. and like it, it happened slow motion in my head, and like I didn't have the cat like reflexes like you. I just kind of like I didn't get hurt real bad. Like I got road rash on yeah. my lower back, but like I just bounced off my ass and like popped up. And I was like, damn it! And I got up and I was like looking. I was like, there's my bike. And like when I crashed, there was no cars around. By the time I was grabbing my bike, there was a ton of cars, and I was like, yeah. oh crap, crap. And people were like, hey, do you want me to call for up? I'm like, no, 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 no. Like don't call don't anyone. Call and I remember, anybody. Dude, my primary was busted. I was pissing oil, and I got my bike started. And I just like limped it down to a parking lot, and I was like hiding in the back of the parking lot till my buddy could come pick <laughs> yeah. me up. Yep. <laughs> don't look at me. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, everyone does it, you know. And it happened a couple times on like bike nights and stuff. Someone oh, would yeah. wad up and loop out or oh, crash, yeah. and there's videos of it. And yeah, the- so luckily for me, like most of the time, I've definitely taken some diggers and. Most of the time it's been at our practice spots where we're, you know, getting launched off the bikes and, you know, pushing our limits and seeing how far we could do it. Uh, now the scale of, like, Harley Wheelie dudes, man, they're the, – the guys that are taking over right now are just nuts. They're doing, you know, the progression of what we do. I, I don't know if you want to call it a sport yet or not, but, I mean, it's in – you know, the unknown guys are doing it, you know, at Monster Energy and stuff. So, I mean, it's kind of a sport. It's getting more mainstream yeah. now, yeah. for sure. Like, we, it's getting more well-known. We did a lot of paid shows, um, Laughlin and Vegas uh, Bike Week. And we did a street lot of – Street Vibrations. Street Vibrations. We did a lot of, um, you know, paid shows. So, I guess it's like a sport. But, um, yeah, at the stunt spot, see, that's where you'd see crashes, good ones. And uh, that's where, you know, the loop out where I jumped off the bike happened. And, <laughs> dude, I think we were in – that video ended up in, like, 20 different states on the news ended up like all over the internet it went viral it really- we were watching it on the way here yeah i dude i was tripping because i mean we'll try and cut this in maybe at some point in this in this video yeah 
because you literally had no wheels on the ground. You were riding the fender. The fender yeah. There was no wheels touching the ground. It and made the news. It made the news. Yeah. And I mean, for most people that don't know like what I was doing, they were like, "Oh, you you rookie or whatever." But <laughs> you at, suck. At the end of the day, like um, what I was getting out, like the progression now is, you know, both hands off, double hand drags. Uh, Dom out of Arizona, I know he's like the killer of the double hand drag and tall boy T. Uh, those guys are just killing on another level. The East Coast guys. But at one point, it was like, how deep can you scrape, you know? Yeah, like, oh, you're almost going past 12. You, yeah, you're going past 12. So, like, that was always my main, like, thing was just to go be the deepest in the scrape game. And my fender was chopped to the struts. I mean, I had no fender left, yeah. you know? And I, it was so far back that there was the, the fender was so rigid, there was no more crunch in it. It picked the bike up off the ground. And I'm on the brake, on the brake. And then when it touched down, it slung shot. Well, I was tripping, too, because, like, you were – you were past 12 o'clock, which would be vertical. Yeah. And I'm like, how did it not keep going that way? Yeah. Like, it, you Just, didn't have anything to push you that way, but it came back that way. Someone was back there pushing my back. <laughs> Something, right? <laughs> I don't like, know what it was. I was like, tripping on that video. I'm like, yeah. how did that happen? And then, yeah, like you're saying, that tire touched the ground and yeah. it just launched. Did that go through slow motion in your head? Like, is oh. you, how you, like, hop off. Like yeah, it, it, it was, it, it's so fast like that, but it, you're like you're saying, it's, like so slow motion all that shit's happening and you're just like i knew what was going on the whole time so right when that fender caught i knew it was going to be over the bars or just let go of it you know <laughs> so i just let go and it just had popped me off like four feet in the air and i just ran it, <laughs> it ran was it perfect out. like yeah. the timing you just yeah. like landed like it was no big deal yeah. and you just walked out walked it off that was yeah. best case scenario because if you would have if you would have held on you for sure would have flew over well, the who's, bars who's the other guy that did that he did the same thing i've seen it and it caught and he does a, he like does a front flip yeah lands on his head yeah it's, it's wasn't all, that pulling I, I'm sure he has. I yeah, mean, Pullen's the OG of the game. I mean, <laughs> Jason Pullen's been doing this. Like, his was worst case one. scenario. Yeah. You got best case scenario. He had, yeah. like, worst case. I'm not sure if it was him exactly or not, but, yeah, he's he's the OG. I'm sure he has done that. He's had some sure. gnarly takedowns, yeah. dude. Jason's – and, like, that dude, like, he – like you said, he's the OG, OG of just Harley wheelies, and – he didn't. He didn't have that much recognition. Like you, no. you guys definitely blew up past him. But he was always like yeah. the OG, like going up to trucks and tapping his wheel on I, trucks I and stuff. I think of him and, as like, um, what's that? The surfing movie. Uh, Endless what, Summer. No, the uh, the bank robber dudes. Oh, uh, Point Break. Point, Point Break. Yeah. yeah. Jason Pullins is like that long-haired fucking surfer dude. <laughs> he's like the core guy that he's just doing it because, like, to the full extent of just loving it. You yeah. Know? No, it doesn't matter. If he's getting paid or sponsorship, that dude's he's like the the sole surfer of Harley wheelies, you know. Dude, no handed circle wheelies, oh, he's like killing so it. much bike control. The dude so just much. and definitely underrated for sure. And then you guys, I mean, you guys had a lot of people in your crew that just had gnarly, gnarly bike control too. Yeah. Like I remember, like uh, one of the runs we did where we all met at Oakland Harley and we ran up to like Sacramento. There was like a thousand of us and just that and wheeling the whole freeway yeah. forever as far wheeling as you the, can see. That and then like 98th Avenue in Oakland or no Hagenberger in front of uh, um, over the speed bumps. Yeah, over the speed bumps, right in front of Oakland Harley, just yeah. lighting up the intersection on yeah. the way to the airport and the cops just like. Dude, the cops would just come at a certain point, break it up, and then they would block every road until we got on the highway. Yeah, they just, just forced you. Yeah, they, they just, just forced us to, to the get highway. Out of there and make make sure you get out of their town safe. I think. Um, but yeah, on that uh, on that loop out that I did on that on that uh, parking lot, um, the main thing for me was to you know go back after it and do it again. So, uh, Bung Bung King, um, he's like one of our number one day one uh, sponsors, and he's real big in the industry. 
we created the new squish plate for for my bike we you know we invented that and then literally two days later i had my bike back on the ground same exact spot and i did uh i did that same scrape as deep as i could possibly go and and rolled out of it rolled out of it knocked it out so that was like go back and do it again that's sick dude that's dope now it's like as far as like bikes go everyone has their own preference but what do you prefer for your stunt bike like what's your favorite bike to ride for your like what year bike what's your setup what do you like definitely um my 89 fxr i mean it's completely reworked now um baker six speed and sns motor they they hooked us up with motors and transmissions but definitely the 89 fxr is like my my number one go-to bike now are you building your motor up a lot not really so that motor is just a, a high compression 80 inch yeah evo it's funny, like, we were talking about that the other day, like, he comes from mountain biking and moto, he rode a lot of fr- with the freestyle guys and stuff like that, and, like, people think a lot of the times, like, we build our bikes up so much yeah. to make this stuff do it, I'm like, dude, my, my 15 Dyna, or my 14 Dyna, uh, it was literally chain, bigger springs, yep. stronger front end, and, like, that's all I did. That's all on you that. need, yeah, that's, tall shocks. Yeah, uh, tall shocks. You don't really even need it, I mean, there's these dudes out there that can show you what's up on a stock bike. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of people think you have to put like a lot yeah. of work into them because it's dude it's a harley they're yeah, heavy, they're heavy like, yeah. it, i mean it helps it, it helps but uh, but people think you can't like pull that up like no that. yeah you can get on a stock bike and yeah as long as you kind of get it down you know what you're doing you could stock bike go and do it no i know it's kind of not in the same category but what do you like how do you feel about those dudes back east that are doing it on dirt bikes like just running the streets on dirt bikes yeah i mean i i would say uh i don't know i'm not real big into that scene i don't know if it's you know only the east coast because i mean it's everywhere we it's everywhere. they're, they're yeah. here too but that's kind of where it like got big it, yeah it originated there like um i forget their names like the uh, biker boys or something yeah. like that on the, the east coast 12 o'clock boys yeah. 12 yeah. o'clock boys yeah i mean those guys are just i think i you know it's the same thing as the harleys i mean you're still doing it on the street um it's just as like outlaw style and it's yeah. I think it's sick as hell, you know, obviously, <laughs> but it's, they, they're wild. Yeah, they're all weaving in and out of traffic. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Their type of control on those bikes, man. It's, yeah. It's crazy. And I think that kind of goes right into uh, the East Coast guys, uh, East Coast and crew, man. They have dirt bike style on their Harleys. I mean, they're swerving. Yeah, the suicide swerves and stuff. The, yeah, they're swerving. They're freaking uh, jumping all over the place. And yeah, it's, it's kind of, I think some of those guys even did the dirt bikes first and and they're doing that same style on Harleys. It's yeah. definitely sick. Gnarly. It definitely helped going moto to like a Harley. Like yeah. if you knew how to wheelie a 450, like, yeah. and like you, you said, you could wheelie a stock bike, but as soon as you put like taller springs on your bike, it's almost yeah. like cheating. Like yeah. they, they come up so easy. Well, you learn, you know, all the basics from a dirt bike. Um, and then you just move it into the Harley. As long as you got brake control, you can, you can do it. What? Now, right, were you doing the wheelie school for a minute? Didn't you with Big Bear Choppers make like a wheelie bar kind of thing that was uh, teaching people how to wheelie? I had nothing to do with that personally, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, Big Bear Choppers did. They, yeah. they did like a wheelie bar thing. Um, and yeah, I, I actually had the chance to go down there at one point and just like try that thing out that he, ha- that he had created. Yeah. And I had already been in the game for a while, so like we had already been doing wheelies, but it was crazy to be able to do like a seat stander. And we you know when you're on the seat, you have no brake. Yeah. You're standing on the on the seat, so you're able to literally bring back a seat standard at 12 o'clock and not loop out, which is like kind of good and bad because it's teaching you bad habits. Bad habits, yeah. but it was like crazy to see that how well that thing worked. But um, I don't know if it really took off that much, but it was definitely something that it's one of those like cheater things that you kind of frown. So it was upon. just like a wheelie bar attachment, yeah. almost. It's like yeah, it's like training wheels. Yeah. <laughs> 
fakers yeah frowned upon but yeah yeah, it was definitely something innovative and cool that they they tried out and i don't know if they're still doing or not but it was progression you know that's always something to progress so So like how how did you get into that like were you did you have buddies that were doing it or were you just Uh, like one day you're like let me see if i can wheelie yeah i mean like goes back to the cadillacs i i traded um i traded a cadillac for a sportster and uh that was my first bike ever and I couldn't ride for shit. Um, I ended up selling that Sportster for another Cadillac and then got into a Dyna. But um, really, it was probably, I go, I've go. i talked about this before, it was probably just seeing all the YouTube videos of, like, Unknown Industries, you know? Yeah. They were, those guys were really, you know, started bringing it onto, like, the internet first. So Nick you, and Buddy. Yeah. yeah. So you could see um, Lucky707, um, he's an OG, Sticky Fingers. Those guys, you know, they were, like, who we like saw on YouTube and we're like, damn, these fuckers are killing it. Yeah. You know, less. And now I was always like, I'm if I'm gonna get a Harley, I'm gonna do that. Like, right. There's no doubt about it. Like <laughs> I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna probably do it fucking as good as I can. You yeah. know. And it, it just blew up. I mean, I definitely have uh, like the Harleys, Harley wheelies, like for the success in business to help out and uh, and that one loop out that it went viral. You know, going viral. It, it definitely, no matter what your status, if, if it's a crash or if it's doing something really cool, if you go viral, it definitely boosts your, um, whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it does and sometimes it clowns you and, uh-huh. and you're like the laughing stock of the whole entire internet. Uh, we got that right now. We got that going right now, yeah. We did like a dumbass TikTok and we were out in, in Salt Lake City and then went like, it's still going viral. Oh, yeah. Like it's it's the dumbest video in the world, and we're just getting roasted over oh, okay. this whole thing. But Dude, it, like people are just going in on us. But it's <laughs> it's the funniest. We live for it. Yeah. Like I I love when people just like <laughs> go keyboard warrior yeah. style and just land you. I think it's hilarious. But uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely did help us. But yeah. it's it's funny getting good, good or bad. You yeah. know, you're still out there doing yeah. it. So. Yeah, it's funny how yeah, it's funny how viral videos like. Could literally just the dumbest shit too. Yeah, like I mean, the dumbest, dumbest stuff makes you that, go viral. Uh, look at that one broad, like the catch me outside broad. Yeah, like, she's freaking. She has a career now. Yeah, off of millionaire that. killing yeah. it. Or dog know. face with just drinking Dude, the. That yeah. guy yeah. literally like yeah for making the dumbest video skateboarding, drinking some uh, oh yeah, yeah some cranberry juice. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he was like he's got like million dollar deals now like yeah. he's killing it he was a wasn't he at the presidential election i think they, like, yeah. they invited him out to the presidential Something election like and stuff yeah. like that like but like you said the dumbest stuff or, i mean it's kind of good and kind of bad i mean like you know we're like glorifying these people that it depending on what you're viral for you know some people would never get the shot because uh they're almost doing too good it's like people like to see the downfall of people so you do something bad you go viral and you know it's kind of like not for the right reasons but uh, I guess whatever it takes. Sometimes. People praying on the downfall. Yeah, I man. know, fuckers. <laughs> hey, that's what we're doing. We're yeah. Trying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're just hoping the downfall lets you take off. But yeah, I mean, but your video was sick and what made you go viral. And you've gotten huge recognition over that over the years, For too. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's just boosted everything in my career from, uh, I don't know if it was like specifically that, but um, it, it didn't stop me at all is, you know, the main thing. It didn't stop me from like trying again. Mm-hmm. Or, or I just keep going. It was like, you know, I got clowned on for it for sure. Mm-hmm. Some dudes were like clowning me. Some dudes were like, oh, that was, you know, so sick. And then uh, regardless what it was, they, I was like, I'm still going to do this. And uh been doing it ever since. Yeah, that's so dope, man. <laughs> that's so freaking rad. It's been cool. So, I mean, we were kind of talking about it earlier, too. And, I mean, you said you just got back from picking up wheels this morning for your truck. And then we have this rad truck behind <laughs> us, which is so sick. Yeah. But... I mean, 
You haven't you even seen the motor on the the motor know, the motor I, matches I know, this bike. I know. I yeah. wanna yeah. I wanna <laughs> take a look at this thing when we're done. But um, I mean, is it more? Do you like working on bikes more, or is like that's kind of like where you can you can make the business and then the car is more for pleasure? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I love them both so equally. It's uh, I I might get a little more like gratification now out of like the cars and the bike or the cars and the trucks. Um, Cause it's just kind of something different from like my day job, you yeah. know, even though my day job is so cool. Um, I, I try to tell people that too. I mean, I'm working on bikes every day. I'm not plumbing. I'm not freaking hanging sheet rock or some like just <laughs> anything's better than hanging sheet rock. Yeah. Uh, any, it really like to me, that's my story. Anything's better than plumbing. And I mean, it was definitely a cool trait to know. Cause now like I've plumbed everything out here on this property. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would say that I get more gratification out of the cars and, and the trucks. Uh, but the bikes, it's just kind of second nature, you know? So I think I learn, I, I learn every day, but I'm learning more about cars and trucks. And well, that kind of like gave you an intro into cars probably yeah. too. I mean, it's not the same, but it's relatively, yeah, it's nuts and bolts. It gives you, yeah, exactly. It gives you, you know, I somewhat tell, of an idea. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, dude, it's nuts and bolts. Take them <laughs> apart. It's Legos for kids, you know? <laughs> grown up, yeah, grown, yeah, grown up, Legos. up Legos. Yeah, just take it apart and put it back together. But, That's funny. You know, yeah. but you being like another South Bay company like Heatwave and stuff, like you kind of have the same mentality that Justin and Doug have down there. Like you got your boys that work in the shop with yeah. you and you guys get to have fun. Like you yeah. guys make work fun and you get to go to work every day with your buddies. For and, sure that's something that just like at the end of the day it's like man like sure like plumbing or construction it pays really well yeah. and it could be a great career and the trades are awesome but if you can create something that you know you could do well with your buddies like there's nothing yeah. better than that you get to go have fun every day at work. it's not as much work when you're uh, able to have fun yeah i mean there's so many different topics we can get to on that too i mean most of my customers are in the trades you know or they're like tech dudes because we're in silicon valley but uh plumbers contractors uh framers i have guys from all trades that are my customers so i mean not you know some that's kind of the, the gig for most people so not to the downfall on on their hard work but i definitely enjoy motorcycle work and then like you said with our boys like uh there's days you know it's still business so we still deal with business and we got to get shit done and you know we're on time frames and we try not to let you know real picky people get on our nerves but uh at the same time, it's definitely definitely cool to be working with someone that you can enjoy your time with, that you would chill with outside of work anyway. Um, so that makes it easy. Like, we can talk shit all day long. Yeah. We're, like, at work talking shit to each other. And, you know, at the end of the day, those guys are, like, my employees. But we, like, talk shit to each other. I'm like, hey, you know I'm your boss, right? You're fucking <laughs> calling me, like, a little faggot or something. And I'm like, I'm your boss, bro. Like, but... Uh, that's my boy uh, Mikey. We call it, uh, we call him the Chink, which is not you know too politically correct, <laughs> but uh, he's a big Asian dude, and it, all the customers even know him as that, and it's just fun because uh, we don't have to be that serious. And yeah, you get to have you don't have to worry about the PC stuff, you know, especially yeah. when it's all your boys. You guys get to have fun because you know it's all fun and games at yeah. the end of the day. You're not doing stuff to be harmful or hurtful yeah. you're just out there just having fun and yeah. just being guys you know just talking shit you know so shop humor that's cool shop yeah. talk dude shop, shop answer yeah yeah, yeah I, mean, I always wonder i'm like are all shops like us because we're pretty bad dude but i uh, think dude if you're if you like did anything in trade work or yeah. shop work anything if there's anybody that is politically correct and not cussing i have so many questions to <laughs> yeah ask yeah you. are we allowed to be cussing on oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. we don't uh, care yeah yeah so that's one thing and like uh at the end of the day, we yeah, like you said, we just have fun with it and get to just 
do what we like. Yeah. And if we got to go home sometimes, we're like, we're going home, dude. We're, it's, we've had a long week. We're leaving early. Um, and, yeah, that's kind of cool to make that call, too. Come home, rip the 110s. Yeah, like, just let you. And then you get to come home to a playground. Like, you're yeah. you're building a playground now. Yeah, so, so that's, been, that's been a whole nother. This has been a whole nother, like, goal and, and dream of mine and my fiancés to have the horses, the dirt bikes, the shop. And that's just been a. This is we've just been crushing goals out. It's been crazy, dude. That's so sick. Like once starts, just stuff starts coming into fruition. Like yeah. everything's just rad. It's fun. hashtag goals. Yeah, Goal. <laughs> goals. It's like one thing that. Yeah, I I, I definitely uh, they kind of snowballed. Um, I just it's, it goes into like the cars and the trucks and the bikes. Um, it's like when we, and even just at work, you know, we, we really are getting shit done. Yeah. You know, we're we're fucking around a lot at work, but at the end of the day, we're knocking shit out, dude. Like, uh, slab size is you know, pushing out seven, eight bikes a day, um, on like summer days that are real busy. And then, you know, bigger projects obviously take longer, but the, the quick stuff, bars and risers and stuff like that, we're, we're really knocking it out. I think that's what's, you know, getting us a lot of like momentum. Is, that was always cool with me. Like anytime, like I didn't come in for too much major stuff with my bike, but you guys usually flip me Matt's out. That's like, like yeah. can you pump up my tires? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, right? Can you put the seat on for me? Yeah. But you guys always just be, were able to pump stuff out. You got you could kind of show up, and you guys, are, oh yeah, we got time. We'll yeah, throw that together. I mean, you know, that's another thing. Like I've had dudes on cross country missions like stop in, uh, or even like hit me up on like we don't even work Saturdays or Sundays anymore. Just I just need time off. You yeah. know. Uh, so we're like nine to five Monday through Friday, which is like super banker hours. And people are like, what the fuck, man? We got shit to do on Saturday. I was like, yeah, so do I. You know? <laughs> right? I got like, a life too. Weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll like, I'll have guys coming from across the country with a flat tire and like, I can just go meet them at my shop on a Saturday if it's serious. And that's the kind of shit I really like to do. Cause it goes a long way. Like someone I don't even know, you know, I'll fix their tire for them so they can keep going on their ride. And like, they take that shit. And so you- that's some shit that I would take like, like, wow, that guy really went out of his way. Yeah. And it's not, at the end of the day, I mean, fuck, I have next weekend, you know? So are you kind of doing everything across the board on, like, bike-wise, like you're doing? Yeah, we'll do everything from, you know, tires and oils to full engine builds, full motor builds. Uh, full custom bikes. Full custom bikes. Uh, my buddy, I have a friend that just moved out to North Carolina. He brought me his bike in a box of parts, and we completely built it for him. But, yeah, we'll do ground-up um, motors. I have a painter that we work with. Uh, it's either Chris Roberts or Bumper to Bumper. They're both in San Jose, so we don't do paint, um, but we outsource paint. There's just guys that are just so much better. Yeah, at when it. you get the when you get the specialty paint guys, yeah. like you, can, yeah, you get, a, you give them their stuff and hey, do do your work. It's a separate skill set. for Yeah, sure. exactly. Now, because uh, you guys are, you'll build a custom bike for someone. You yeah. know, does any of that stuff ever get kind of gnarly every now and then? Like you'll like someone will come in with a bike and it might take like two months and then they just keep changing the build like the entire time you're doing it. Yeah. Um, so we've kind of struggled. Um, that's, I guess one of our failures. Yeah. Um, we've kind of struggled with that sometimes where it's like, you know, uh, we'll let someone have too much of their own idea. And at the end of the day, it's like, Hey man, you brought, you looked at our bikes that we ride and you want to do what we do, but yet you have your whole own idea. And like, that's all good but there's two different ways we can do this. You can let us do it the way we want to, or if you do it your way, you're probably not going to get what you really want because you really don't know what the hell you're talking about, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've struggled with that sometimes, and um, I kind of do less builds because uh, guys kind of want more than they, they know. Yeah. Um, and it just ends up being, you know, either a really long process or they're just not happy. Um, and it's only happened a few times, but uh, I think we've, kind of eliminated that problem and we'll kind of just let people know like hey man we do like what we specialize in and that's probably going to be about it yeah 
Well, I mean, that it works too. Like yeah. at least people know what they're gonna get when they For show sure. up to you. Know? It, it works. I mean, there's a reason why, like this diner right here behind us, this 2001 FXDX. Like people see what I could do on it, and I let I let them know, like if you want something like this, you got to let me run with it. Like you yeah. know, kind of write a check and let me let me get you what you need. Yeah. So do you have? I mean, whether it be what you're riding right now, do you have a specific build that you're like? That's your favorite one you've done. I mean, the Evil Knievel bike's pretty sick over yeah. there, too. That thing's pretty dope. So that whole bike started off as just, like, I had an extra motor laying around, and I, I was just going to build, like, a shelf piece. And so the whole idea was a red, white, and blue just motor just to kind of sit on the shelf and look cool in the shop. And then uh, then I was, like, I built the motor, and I was, like, I need to put a bike around this thing. So <laughs> I ended up buying a whole bike, and I went crazy with it. But, uh, yeah, that snowballed. I, I don't even know. That was just like a boredom. Like one of the, I think it was our second winter in business. And I was just kind of bored. The winters are slow. Um, thankfully, the last couple winters have been just straight busy. But um, the first couple winters definitely were slow. And I was like, I'm going to build a bike. Um, I wouldn't say that's my favorite. I think we've probably done the most good with that bike. We um, made a bunch of magazines and stuff. Yeah, we got into Hot Bike Magazine with it. Um, and then I actually donated it to a company called Labs for Liberty. And, uh, they raffled it. Um, it was like, I'm not really a big believer in raffles, um, but since they was like a third party, I gave the bike to them. They raffled it. I think they raised like 37 grand, and they um, they did service dogs for veterans. So Sick. They trained up like 20 service dogs for veterans, and um, they ultimately raffled the bike. Um, so a guy won it out in Missouri, I think it was, and I ended up finding the bike just like eight months ago on eBay. Really? Yeah. So you found it again found and it, it came back? Yes. And bought your bike back? No it way. That's good. funny. <laughs> so I, and it actually kind of was full circle because um, the guy that won it was going through hard times uh, through this COVID shit. And I was like, hey, man, like, I'm the original builder of that bike. Um, how much do you want for it outright? And he gave me a number and I just swooped it. I knew I needed it. Mm-hmm. It almost didn't matter. I was like, I need that bike back in my garage or so. That's it. I mean, even if that's not your favorite bike, that story is yeah. sweet. And it's like, and I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. Like I, I was telling you guys, like I kind of go day by day. So um, for right now, it's back at home, and I, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I might try to do something good with it again, uh, but for right now, it's going to stay here. It's a great background for our podcast. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, we'll run with it for now. It's a great background for photo shoots yeah. and podcasts. I mean, your barn's just, I mean, this you got the American flag. Yeah. We got the Chevy. We got the C10, the bikes. I mean, yeah. just a pure American barn in here. You know? it, this is American horsepower just sitting <laughs> yeah. in here, you know? Yeah, it's kind of, uh, I'm real big into that. I mean, I'm not in, I don't get into politics or nothing, but I mean, I just know what, from where I've come from to what I'm able to do. Um, I can't knock the place. I yeah. mean, like I've been able to do all this with just, I don't know, out of nothing basically. So I, I got, I got to pay respect to this flag behind us, you know, like, that's coming from really nothing. I mean, I grew up pretty, you know, we pretty modest uh, in the suburbs, but I'm single, single mother raised, and you know, not a lot of money ever. Uh, never had anything real nice or real, real uh, cool and shiny. So I was, I'm able to do all this, you know, for myself. And now it just fills the bar, the barn with uh, all sorts of fun shiny. toys. Yeah, yeah just everything. Cool like, well, yeah, I mean, that's see how a- much shiny shit we can get in here. <laughs> but that flag represents if you have a dream, you can make it possible. Like literally, you don't. That's the thing. Like I like to highlight with the podcast too. I mean everyone sees the success story no one sees the building you know so yeah. it's fun to have people on the podcast and let that let them show their story like dude i didn't just wake up one morning with yeah. slab sides and 100 you know and th- th- that's the bad side today like everyone just thinks instagram is fame and instagram is money and so yeah. it's like wait it's not 
Yeah, you know, <laughs> right, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> but you know, like it's that whole thing where um, it's like I didn't just wake up one day and have sixty thousand followers and this booming business and you know yeah. rad toys. Like I had to build this. You know, this has taken me years yeah. and like. Well, it's like sacrificing. It's yeah. the it's the whole. You know, some some people just never get it. It's I mean, just the unfortunate truth is some people will just literally never get it. Um, the the people that you know say that must be nice or whatever, they have no idea. Like, just alone in the past, you know, three years, I you, I've risked it all, everything, every to dollars, like every dollar I've thrown to invest into things, to to you know make this thing happen. And that even I I I just did um, I just did that quick Q and A thing on my drive home from uh, Wisconsin. It's another thing people don't see me on. I'm doing things 24-7. I'm always on the go, coming back from somewhere, going to get something. But uh, I, I clock in on this all the time. It's something that uh, Danny Dixon said, if the move isn't uh, scary enough, it's not big enough, you yeah. know? So, and I, I've done that multiple times. I've, you know, broke down to being completely broke, um, having money, losing all my money, just, you know, sacrifice, making these sacrifices to get ahead. And it's, it's not easy. It's not for the normal person, definitely. The harder part, like, and I've, I've gone through this, it's like it's going from not having anything and then you make something out of yourself yeah. and then losing everything that you had. Like, that's the harder part. That part where you were, like, you were up here yeah. and you were, like, doing fine to, like, investing into something that you want to work but you lost everything yeah. and then, like, trying to rebuild that. Like, dude, I know that part all too well. Yeah. And then, like, no one ever really sees what you're going through when you're losing everything and like you're on your way back up or like even when you're down there for a while people are like they start like even like changing their view on you and yeah. stuff like that because they don't actually understand what you're trying to accomplish yeah. and like people don't under so, and but the people that do understand it are the people that have gone through, it, gone through it and they understand like dude that person's like actually trying to build something and like that's the whole thing when you're at the bottom like what are you doing down there yeah. are you giving up or are you actually like pushing something commonly to, yeah. like uh, constantly investing uh and like so, so a lot of people don't understand that too. You don't even have to be investing with like with money or things. Just invest mentally. Yeah. Yeah. Your time. Just putting your time into it. Yeah. Just like in your in your health, your mental health, and uh, there's just so much you could do even if that doesn't involve money. It doesn't even have to be about finances. Just try to be better all the time, and that's pretty much like what I've always done is just uh, try to be better. Whether it's like you know just from telling like white lies as a kid. Uh, just cutting that out completely like even if you know it's gonna you know make the situation worse for you if you're gonna tell someone a hard truth it's better than just fucking lying because it's just yeah. gonna you're gonna get the right result that you deserve yeah if yeah. you just tell the truth and that goes into like investment and everything like uh if you're scared you kind of just gotta pull the trigger and do it regardless of what the end result is and it's usually what i've learned is it works out for the best you just gotta send it send it yeah exactly and um no, I mean that that's all great points too. And like ownership too. And like when you fuck up or when you fail, yeah. it's like it's owning that. Be like, it's no, no dude, I did that. Like uh, that was me. Like I, that's on me, you know? And yeah. the owning your way through that because like if you can own your stuff and not make an excuse why something went bad, like people will see that character building in you and they're like, dude, I can trust that guy because yeah. that you guy. You way more respect. Yeah. Dude. I know. mean, that, that's like uh, the hard business side of things too. Uh, you know, some like when you do, when you do you know 2000 bikes a year when you're working on some shit's going to happen it's it's just like it's just like the trades you you work on uh, plumbing every day you're bound to have a fucking leak once or twice shit happens shit happens <laughs> literally so it, it it really does and you know no one's perfect i don't care what you see on instagram i don't care you know what you see on facebook these these guys that you glorify are not killing it 
100% of the time, there's no way. No. It's just, it doesn't happen. No. You know, no one's perfect, you know? So when we, like, we'll fuck up sometimes. And it's owning it and like, hey, man, like, we'll either make it right uh, in any way, shape, or form, whatever you have to do to make it right. Um, and, you know, fortunately for us, it's not so often compared comparative to how much we, you know, do. Um, but as long as you can own it, yeah, it's definitely. And the, the hard part to come out of that, too, is like, you might you might build two thousand bikes and like one that one bike in there might have blew its motor when you went yeah. away and like but people sometimes people focus too much on that one bike and yeah. not the two thousand. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why everybody's yeah. gonna look at the bad stuff yeah. always. The bad yeah. stuff and they're gonna gets weigh it hard. Under the microscope yeah. always, yeah. which yeah, yeah. sucks. But thankfully, that nothing that major. Um, we haven't had such major problems, but uh, yeah, you'll do like someone's front tire install and like. Uh, their motor will blow up and be like, "You changed my tire last. Why is my motor blown up?" Like, I don't fucking know. I don't touch your motor. You're like that's not on us, yeah. man. Yeah. But uh, you haven't changed the oil in the thing in three years. You haven't put yeah, oil no. in your bike in three years. Yeah. It's running dry. Yeah. The, um, the the industry is, you know, don't just as long as you're not blinded by you know what you see on Instagram. It's not always the truth. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people don't see like I mean, Matt and myself, we just we call it the grind, where it's like. When we actually do get a podcast, that's cool. Like yeah. we're like, all right, sweet. Like that works paid off because we're actually here recording. But it's like they don't see the whole week of us making phone calls oh, yeah. and like sitting on the computer trying to get a hold of people and the nine hundred you know text messages we have going back and forth with people. And that's like, well, like from what I've seen with like, it's kind of also you guys are picking the you're not just like grabbing everyone to yeah. take a podcast on. Like you know, you guys just did uh, our our good friends. Uh, Doug and Justin with Heatwave, what was that like last weekend? Or two, two weeks ago. Two, yeah, two yeah. weeks ago, uh, I think. So it's, I, I, you guys are using quality content too. Yeah, that's, no. That's a big thing is not just, you know, swooping up anyone that you can. Well, yeah, I mean, like, we, we'll talk to anybody, don't get us wrong, but I mean, most of the time though we want to talk to cool people we want to hear like the cool stories we don't want to just hear like we want the cool stories and we want to highlight our buddies you know we want to highlight our buddies we want to highlight our buddies brands we want to highlight companies that we've supported over the years in one way or another like we want to we want to show like our friends and that was like the whole part of this like most people that start a podcast you know they're a comedian or they're a business owner they they have a platform you know like sure like i was a pilot and you know he rides downhill and races but like we really had no platform we really had no following but we had a lot of rad friends out there. We had a lot of rad friends that have awesome companies. They have yeah. awesome lifestyles. And it's like, let's show this. Like, let's show, For like, sure. let's show who our friends are and let's support our friends. And let's, if our friend has a business, like, let's get people going to our friend's business. That's you know, like, awesome. I'd rather put you, I'd rather put you in front of my buddies and my viewers instead of going out to Milwaukee and putting Harley Davidson yeah. in those zones. It's like, sure, like, that's a cool. <laughs> I, wait, hold on. You got the Harley contact? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a cool contact. It's fun. But like, the local shops and the yeah. local boys, like, that's, I want to show my friends like who like where to go like I want to yeah. I want to when my viewers are like yeah dude I trust this guy working on my that's, stuff that's kind of like a, I, I've been doing that for a long time too and that's also what I want to like you know I'm not like greedy with the amount of people that come to us I'm also like support your local place like yeah. if, if you're in Southern California like support your local guy yeah. whoever's or you know on the East Coast or whatever's local to you um, support whoever's local to you regardless uh, you know of their they're you know great jobs or their downfalls uh stick with the people that you've been with you know that are there that are going to make your um your circle bigger and better because we've been uh, just like with the sponsors that i have like bunking and heat wave uh 
before they were called party shades. Yep. And then, uh, but <laughs> the like, name we don't speak about. Yeah, Doug, yeah. Doug's gonna have a meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, Bun King's been probably my number one sponsor since day one, and uh, you know I I mainly sell his product at my shop because uh, we've just done so great together that I just keep pumping him, and you know we sell other products too that are similar, but. Uh, I've just always stayed loyal to like the number one guys. Uh, Bell Helmets has always taken care of us since day one. Um, and they're local. <laughs> and they're local. Chris Roberts um, has always painted my bikes. And I've been with him, progressive suspension. Uh, we just kind of stuck with the same people throughout this whole thing. And, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. I think that's just another thing, too, with business. You know, like people will appreciate, like, when you get big, you can get bigger deals and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, why not just keep helping the people that brought you up and, like, make their brand a bigger brand? Like, yeah. if you become bigger, like, help them become bigger pump as well. Pump the boys, dude. Yeah, pump, pump the boys, yeah. you know? Like, that's the that's the grand scheme of things. Like a lot of people will, you know, they get a name and they're like, you know, they sometimes forget about, like, who brought them in the beginning. Like, who are the people that brought them up? Yeah. A lot of people forget about that. And it's like, you know, why forget about the people that were there day one when you yeah. had no money in your pocket? Like, dude, I'll front you the parts for, for a sure. while. Like, just just put my name on your bike you know? I, I don't know if our industry is that big yet um or if it's you know it probably will or i don't know if it will get that big ever but uh it's been working so far so it's growing yeah. at a pretty fast rate dude i don't yeah. like it's it's hard to say that like that in that whatever you want to say industry is not yeah. going to get i would the say point it's, where it's like i would that. say it's still pretty young though i mean it's oh it's fresh for sure still 10 like you know 10 years old probably and i uh, i mean for shit to become like a household name or or whatever it it takes a long time freestyle motocross is one of those things that it didn't happen overnight no you know people were like we're racers we're not going to go ride freestyle well, it was like fr- i mean i i guess upon. i guess yeah, you could say it's yeah. the same thing with the harley stuff too like because yeah. you're just out on the streets doing yeah. wheelies i mean but now we're doing it you know there's guys that are doing it at monster energy right you there's get guys it. doing paid shows at these huge bike exactly. events exactly uh so i mean yeah it's definitely getting there it's pretty it's a cool thing and i've almost based my whole um existence on it now <laughs> as this well like i've had like i've had churches and stuff even book my stunt guys in yeah. southern california like we've had churches that, yeah we've yeah. had churches like do it like it's crazy like there's the amount of audience you can grow but like have you ever had like any of like the silicon valley companies like try to book you guys to come do shows for like corporate events or anything because i know they've had freestyle moto come in yeah like definitely um definitely like the local harley davidson dealerships for sure yeah. and uh we we did a um monster jam in oakland once that was pretty freaking cool yeah. it was like a pretty big one that we did um but yeah we've done pretty local things i don't know what that yeah, was yeah right? some gnarly stuff going. <laughs> that might have been our pig we have a pig in the front yard so he's probably squealing and that's a cool thing like you know like as frowned upon as it is like there is a corporate recognition yeah. like people can't deny like the handiwork it takes to oh, yeah to stun a bike Skill and like set. I even have cop buddies, you know, out there that, like, they ride Harleys, and they like to stunt Harleys, yeah. too. And, like, I have cop buddies, like, dude, I'm not going to stop them. If they're, gonna, if they're, like, being safe yeah. what they're doing, it's, like, it's not really reckless because, like, yeah. they actually have really good control over the bike right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. No you names. The, no names. Yeah, yeah. that's what, like, you can't even, like, be pulled over from a cog and be like, dude, that's reckless riding. You're like, nah, I'm, I'm pretty much completely in control yeah, here, I'm man. Control here. You've had a you've had a fair run and shit running with the cops. I've had a couple run-ins with the cops. But, like, have you ever had a cop, like, just at the end of it be like, dude, that was that was kind of dope you know like uh, he gives you the like low-key yeah. knuckles like, <laughs> no like unfortunately not, not for me unfortunately i'm sure there might be some other stories but yeah, yeah i've had some pretty wicked like cases where uh it was just messed up you know I, i've gone through the whole court thing with uh reckless riding and all that and 
I've had some pretty bad experiences for sure. Um, yeah, I'm not really. Yeah. I'm not. I'm yeah. not a huge supporter. Yeah, yeah. Honest, honestly, on yeah. That. No, it it is what it is. Like on, I get it. Like it goes. You yeah. know, like on the way. At least for those few instances, the way that it was handled was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I had a cop the the second time I got a reckless. Uh, I had a cop put his gun like on the back of my neck. <laughs> I was sitting on the bike and he pulled his gun on me and put it on the back of my neck. Well, I, cause I, I pulled over. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pulled over. <laughs> I pulled over, and this guy gets out of the car with his gun drawn. Yeah. And I, I mean, at the end of the day, this is a traffic violation. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You're like, dude, I was doing a wheelie. Yeah. All out. It's a traffic violation. This dude has his gun on the back of my neck, trying arresting me. Yeah. I'm like, I, I get the arrest, but like the gun. <laughs> What's the gun for? The bud? possible risk yeah. of like deadly threat. Like, yeah. I was. It was. I actually ended up taking that one all the way full through to jury trial, and I actually beat that case. Was he probably? Because he probably put you. Because I've. I mean, I've actually had that too with cops. I, I got pulled over one time. I was dating this girl. Her dad was a cop, and I was dating her. We were on my dyna coming home. And dude, it was freezing. It was winter time, and she's on the back, and a CHP pulls me over. Another bike cop pulls yeah. me over, and I didn't have. Um, I didn't have my, any of my registration. I barely ever carried my registration on me, but my bike had number plates and yeah, everything, yeah. you know? And um, I was wearing a cut, but, like, I'm not a club affiliate or anything like that. I just had a vest on over my sweatshirt. And, uh, dude, when the cop's, like, doing my stuff, like, he's running my VIN number and everything, and I think he got me because uh, he thought I passed a car on, like, the outside, but I didn't. He yeah. just couldn't see, right? But he thought I passed a car. But, dude, the guy was like, he's like, you don't have any weapons on you, do you? I'm like, no, I'm good. And then, like, he's like, He's like running my vending. He's like, all right, don't kick me over while I'm down. I'm like, dude, who do you deal with? Like on a daily yeah, basis, yeah. like how many times have you been kicked in the head while you've been down, like checking someone's vending number? Yeah. But they're like, this, immediate... isn't, this isn't Sons of Anarchy, yeah. dude. Mellow. Uh, but if you're wearing like a vest, you know, a lot of the times they'll they'll think you're a prospect like half yeah. the time. You know, they think you, you're a club member. And that's unfortunate for those guys too. Yeah. Um, a lot of my really great customers are, you know, uh, club guys too, and they get just as bad as a rep, dude. Yeah. And it's like. Um, you know, they're just doing their thing on a daily too. It's if you just are professional on both aspects of it, and every every guy that I, I deal with that are in clubs, they're respectful. Um, there, there's no, I don't know where they're getting this crazy uh, bad rep, but yeah, I, I guess it, there's a good and a bad. In I think it's just a lot of folklore over the years, you know, yeah. like the days of the old bikers and the yeah. the original ride free. You well, know. I mean, the freaking Sons of Anarchy doesn't help yeah. anything. No, you I know. Mean, that, that's, that's what I mean. So like that glorified. got like put out, and people are like, "Whoa, bikers! They're yeah. scary." Yeah, it's like so glorified on like it's and not like that. They based. <laughs> I mean, if you know the club, I mean, they based off the Oakland boys for sure. Like yeah. that, they came and hung out with those guys and. But they, yeah, it definitely like Hollywood stretches a lot. Oh, of yeah. And I remember some of the Oakland guys. I was talking to those guys, and there, there was like stuff that was it Kurt? What's the producer? Anyways, he like wanted to add certain. He's like, dude, like don't put that on the club. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there was stuff they wanted to put in the show. He's like, that's not us. Like, we don't do that stuff. Like anything but that. Like, don't put that stuff on the club. Like, For we sure. we don't need that around us. You know, like. Yeah, I just mind. I mind my own business, and yeah, I just. I, all I can talk about is what I what I do and what I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. But those guys are all, you know, I've never had an issue with any no, members or anything no. like that. And I've I've been on my and like people like in Southern California, especially with like different clubs down there, they're like, Aren't you afraid to get run down? I'm like, dude, I've ridden through like I've never been run down ever yeah. on my bike. Ever been run down on my bike. It's all about uh it's all about how you just carry yourself. Yep. If you're doing dumb shit, dumb shit's gonna happen to you. So just uh, <laughs> right, that's mind, a, a memo to live yeah, by. Right, mind there. your own business and do your thing. Don't be an idiot. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. <clears throat> How many times have you been pulled over? You think? Um, just from doing wheelies, <laughs> like, I mean, it sounds like a stupid question, but think yeah, about it. Yeah. Like, you're literally doing wheelies. How many times have you been pulled over by a cop just for doing a wheelie on a motorcycle? 
Uh, just those one, those two times. Really? Yep. Yeah, that's when. Uh, and yeah, yeah. See, like I would have said, like you were up in double digits, yeah. easy. Well, uh, there's, I mean, there's two two sides of that story. Yeah. I mean, how many times have you been pulled over, and how many times how many have times you pulled you over? Run, yeah. How many times you've been running from the cops? Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm not, you know. Hey, he's not. He's not a. Yeah. He's not gonna say he actually never did that, done, but like never done that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I mean, a lot of the times too with the stunt stuff, like you guys had a, a spot. A lot of stunt guys have a spot where you go, and yeah, and people pretty much stay clear like the stunt spot and don't yeah. really harass you too I mean, often. I've that's learned. like that's where you know you'll get uh, not pulled over, but you'll get ran up on, and like we'll be at we had some spots where we'd be there all day. Yeah, we'll bring a barbecue pit. Uh, all of us, the sport bike guys, the Harley guys, will tear up a spot for like eight hours. We'd be there all day long, summer nights, barbecuing. And every once in a while, like, someone, you know, a cop would roll up and he'd either break it down or he'd literally try to, like, get everyone propelling. He's, like, running bins, running. It's, like, fuck, man, we need somewhere to go. Yeah. Um, And that's, like, better than being, like, on the streets in an intersection. Like, yeah, you're just at, like, whatever, a warehouse building. Yeah, but you got, I mean, at the same time, you got to understand we're tearing up parking lots, we're tearing up roads, so. I mean, that's not a far goal that's out of my, my uh, reach either. It was like one day I would like to have a stunt, maybe, spot. a stunt spot, like maybe more property or even, you know, get a property and put a pad on it so where we can't get in trouble. You know, you can go out there and literally ride all day and not get in trouble. No, uh, I know there's yeah. a couple guys that have started that. They've yeah. like, there's a couple people I there's know one that in Vegas, there's right? one in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. You can just go and stunt all day. It's on private property. They can't touch you, dude. And it takes away a little bit from like the street factor yeah. obviously like just and just like everything does you know there's a street side and then there's you know a safe side but it would be nice to have uh, it, the progression of the sport. It'd be nice to have. Well, it. that's what I was gonna say. It would help with more of just the progression side. Yeah. It might it takes away the street side, obviously, but like because I, I tell you, like for me personally, when we're at like a spot and we're there all day long, I I if I see. Like someone rolling on us, like I'm out. Yeah, you know. So in the fact, <laughs> while you're trying to be comfortable and you're trying to ride all day long and uh, and try to learn new things, in the back of my head the whole time, I'm like, fuck, am I getting in trouble? And it's yeah, that's it's, done, right? Yeah. yeah. So I've been uh, I've been there for sure. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, it, it, like I said, it comes with a price, but it sucks. Like I've always said that at the end of the day, like when you're getting pulled over and arrested for doing a wheelie, like, it's, like, the dumbest thing. Like, it's, yeah. like, I'm not harming anyone. Like, yeah. I'm just, it's literally... But on the on the flip side, yeah. uh, they don't know that. Yeah. I mean, I, I can see both sides. Yeah, you got to see the double-sided yeah, sword. I've seen videos of these uh, these guys that are, you know, just learning, and that's the thing we preach on our rides big time. So if you don't know what you're doing, stay in the back. Yeah. Like, don't practice here. This is not the practice spot um, because, you know, you've seen those videos of these guys at events that really don't know what they're doing and they'll wad up dude their chicks on the back their chick is all freaking road rashed uh they're crashing their bikes into parked cars like it's like dude have some like common knowledge you shouldn't if you shouldn't be doing it like you know you shouldn't be doing it you just you should kind of stay this isn't your proving territory yeah it's not do that you know do that somewhere else and on our rides we always preach that because we we, at the end of the day we don't want anyone to get hurt no and uh you're just trying to have fun yeah we're trying to have fun and you know they see us doing it and they want to do it too but you guys look like rebels, but like yeah. at the end of the day, it's like we know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. you're not out there just like, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, see yeah. what happens. Let me go ahead and try like 
I can't do a, a double hand dragger, and I'm not gonna yeah. like on a fucking ride where there's 300 people behind me because I'm not trying to get ran over yeah. or hurt someone. I'm gonna do what I can do. Yeah, yeah. You've all we've all seen the video. Like a you know a bike goes down, then someone launches off oh, that yeah. bike, and then yeah. like another four people yep, pile dude, up. Like yeah. we can't have supercross mains going on out here just crashing in no. the corner on the whole shot. Yeah. Can't be doing that. first turn pile ups on the freeway. No, yeah. No, what do you what, what do you prefer at the events? Do you like doing the wheelies or the race course? Like, what do you like when you guys are all like kind of doing the burnout figure at race course and stuff? Um, I like doing uh, I'm just I like doing wheelies and just being like in real good control of like a nice slow smooth wheelie. That's kind of my my get down. Like sometimes even you know I'll hop on my bike right out of my garage and I'll just go rip as long of a wheelie as I can. Some just a basic sit down. Like to me, that's like the most fun. Yeah, is just riding as long as you can on a wheelie. Just How long can you just cruise a wheelie? You think? Yeah, it depends on what gear you're in, but like, uh, you know, second or third gear, I could literally ride a wheel. Is the if the road is flat and straight, I can go for, you know, five miles if I wanted to. <laughs> just cruising. Yeah, just cruising. <laughs> as soon as you find that balance That's point, though, a, they yeah. just stay. Like Harley's, I've always said a Harley's way easier to wheelie than a dirt bike. Like they're heavy on the front. Like yeah. they have a great counterbalance. They they're are, so they are. easy to wheelie once you get them I up. I guess because they do have like a bit of weight in the rear end. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. And the front's so heavy. And these damn fucking uh, 110s, dude. These little <laughs> dirt bikes that are so popular right now that I cannot wheelie. I can wheelie one pretty damn good. Yeah. But not as good as I can ride a bike, a Harley. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like those things are hard to wheelie. So if you can if you can scrape fender on on a one ten and ride it out, you're dude. <laughs> scrape and fender on a mini and ride away. Yeah. It's, it's a tough one. It's like, tough. You got to be back there. Yeah, and there's a lot of bra- yeah. There's like a lot of like throwing your body. Yeah. It's more body weight than it letting is. the bike weight anything. They, they lean so easily, but uh, yeah, we've been having a, a, a ball with those one tens. That was my favorite thing in Huntington. I used to live right off of like PCH, and it was like I lived between like Warner and downtown Huntington so we have like it's like four miles of just straight away and there's no intersections there's no way cars can come yeah, out yeah. and as soon as you turn on PCH you had like five miles yeah, of highway and there's no interference and yeah. like it was always fun I would just go and get on the highway and just like bring it up at first and just like get to second sometimes third and just ride them yeah. forever down the highway that, that part right there too is funny you see everybody whether it's a street bike Harley yeah. whatever That's- dirt bikes everything Everybody knows that spot, and you'll yeah. <laughs> be cruising. And you'll see dudes just doing wheelies all day right uh, there. That's from the, the fast. Is that what's that restaurant out there? Where the oh, that's up on the Malibu side, Neptunes? but that, that's Neptune's, Neptune's net. Yeah, that's up in Malibu. So yeah, the honey. But yeah, kind of similar. But Neptune's, dude, you always get bikes coming oh, in there yeah. and stunting out of Neptune's. Neptune scares me a little bit because you. You get like the exotics mixed in up yeah. there and stuff like that. And so like you'll get like a dude in a Lamborghini trying to do like 150 while you're just trying to stun a wheelie like yeah. right in front of it. But that's a good spot because you have a bar that just sits like right Everyone's in front of it and you have so you. many people you just got, staring like, you at you. You got half a crowd. But yeah, I will say happen. like there's there's something fun and something to be just bikes coming in all the huh. time. I have no idea who the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't look like one of the boys. I'm just saying yeah, that, 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 was... that, that bike didn't fit the scenario no, of you guys. But, I mean, there's something to be said. Like, when you can control a good wheelie, especially, like, on PCH and there's people around, it's it's fun, dude. Like, yeah, And sure. people will, like, drive by you in their car just, like, staring at you. Like, what the? <laughs> like, I, I think that was probably, like, one of the most rewarding things about uh, doing, like, the um, events for the big bike weeks. And, like, uh, Biggs Harley-Davidson, man, they always put on a really good show for the veterans um and we always do that show for them it's a we do like just a stunt show it's in san marcos but being able to stoke out the kids dude it's so it's so cool and so rewarding for um some kid just to like because they don't see the street side of it they're wearing a closed course and they just think it's the coolest shit ever, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. And just see, like, some kid not even really know that 
what a Harley is, but they just think it's the coolest thing to see a wheelie. Um, that's that's probably one of the coolest things I've gotten out of this whole uh, sport, if you want to call it that, is stoking out the young kids. I'll well, say. seeing, like, from the, a kid perspective, seeing AJ coming up, you oh, know, yeah. like, AJ's just a young kid from San Francisco, yeah. you know, and, like, started on a 50, moved up to a 110. Like, he's riding a Sportster now, and yeah. then he's big with the 29ers and stuff and just yeah. ripped San Francisco doing wheelies everywhere. But, like, it's kind of cool to watch a kid progress out of yeah, it. Like, a sure. kid's like, dude, that's so sick. Like, I want to figure out how to do that yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, he's been uh, he's been definitely in, in the limelight, I think, a lot more. He's had uh, a lot more than other kids that are doing it, too, for sure. So and not even going to lie, I feel like a kid sometimes, too, when you're going down the road and you know somebody, you'll see him and you'll be like, hey, yeah. pull it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, pull really. it up. Yep, yep. Oh, dude, especially if you have a bike like yours or whatever, yeah. like you know the person does wheelies, like you'll always get that. Like if yeah. someone knows the bike will wheelie, they'll always go. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You see the guy, you're like, let's go. Come on. Give it yeah, to we me. we used to get that all the time, too. Yeah, I mean that's the fun side of it. The show you you can't deny like getting looks on the street isn't fun. Like that's always a good it's time. It's fun, always, yeah. yeah. And dude, as as big as Harley wheelies are, there's still a ton of people that freak out when they see a Harley oh, yeah. do a wheelie. They're like, they have no idea like that a Harley can do that. Yeah, they don't have it. There's all the old timers that had no idea. Well, I mean, look at a Harley. <laughs> You're like, eh, no. that thing's not, doesn't look like you should wheelie that thing. Like, no, look at yeah. it. You think a bicycle? Yeah. Not, <laughs> not a 700 pound Harley. But they yeah. wheelie so well. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah. Freeway riding forever. <laughs> That's another fun thing on a Harley. Like, I rode a BMW 1000 the other day, like the sport bike. My buddy had one. He's like, hey, go take this thing out. And, like, I came back and I'm like, dude, you could have that. Like, I, I don't need that bike. <laughs> yeah. Like, going fast on that bike is way scarier than me doing 120 on a Harley. Like, yeah. 120 on a Harley, I just feel stable and, like, I'm just rolling. Like, that thing, like, you're tucked in, like, you feel like you're in a rocket. Like, you're like, I'm going to die. Yeah, like, too the, fast. Yeah, like, this is way too fast. Yeah, I never got into sport bikes. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I, I want to go one day out on a track and just, like, try to drag me. I think that would be fun would one be day. Fun like, sure. But, like, on the street, like, they just don't do it for me. Like, I'd rather be on a Harley. Have you seen uh, they're doing the Bagger League? Um, They're doing uh, baggers on the course now? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty pretty. Like, they're racing baggers? Racing baggers. Yeah. Like, (laughs) so. I think Drag specially sponsors the whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm kind of, yeah, I I don't know how I feel about it right now, but I kind of got, like, volunteered into a sidecar race here <laughs> in two weeks and so like i'm supposed to be like on the track and like be Fuck. the be the monkey on the sidecar no, no. so like part of me is like this is gonna be sick but part of me is like terrified because all i'm doing is just counter waiting a bike yeah, going you're around literally the just hanging off trying to help him go around the corner <laughs> yeah. that's all you are but, i don't think i would be doing that yeah there's i mean i don't know i get i get like adrenaline from like the weirdest stuff and like something like that i'm like it scares me but at the same time I'm, like i just want to know pick up their kid or something yeah but yeah, uh, yeah big harley guys if big, you can't talk big about big <laughs> harley guys around here yeah that's another thing like uh having the horse ranch here i got people coming in and out all day so i haven't seen that guy ever <laughs> uh, but uh, hopefully he <laughs> we, don't, we don't actually know who that was <laughs> hopefully, entirely. hopefully he's the right person yeah. that's supposed to be here right <laughs> yeah, just take somebody <laughs> just grabbed somebody and left with them saw it live on the podcast <laughs> yeah we have evidence it's all good yeah we we know what that person looked like great sweatshirt yeah, I don't know. There's a, there's something that's always been in the back of my head when it's been flying airplanes or being on motorcycles. Like, just going fast or doing wheelies, there's just something that's fun about it in your yeah. head. Like, it just gets you excited. And, you get that little rush, dude. Yeah. You, gotta, like, you gotta get scared sometimes. Yeah. There's something about it being on the street and, like, yeah, like you said, being kind of outlawish. It's, like, fun in your head. Well, I, I think, like, for motorcycles, for me, anyway, um, it's just, I think, how anyone is with their sport is, um, like, a basketball player. Probably when he's playing basketball, he's not thinking about shit but playing basketball. And I'm the same way on, on a bike when 
when I'm riding like even the dirt bikes on the track or riding the Harley, I'm not thinking about literally anything yeah. but that, you know, like the whole time. And that's like the only thing I have in this world that is like that. It's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, I think actually that kind of game brings me into the horses too. It's, it's almost like that for me. Um, the chances that I do get to ride horse horses, my, my chick will tell you, I don't ride enough, <laughs> um, but I definitely want to get there one day where I'm, I'm riding horses more often, but it's kind of similar. Um, I, I just kind of zone everything out and it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I never thought I would be into horses as much, but I could be just as into that as I am into Harleys, which is kind of crazy. The horse stuff's fun. Like I grew up around ranches and 4-H and stuff like that. And like a horse is a whole nother thing because like you're riding something that has its own brain. Yeah. Like you're, you're riding. A, yeah. That thing can riding, also do whatever the hell it wants. Yeah, if it yeah. wants you to know, like, like oh, at least when you're riding a dirt bike, you kind of have control of what yeah. that, you know you're thinking for the bike where that thing's thinking on its own too <laughs> yeah so, like, it's kind of like a common respect I, yeah. I just learned so much through being uh um when we were breaking our mustang uh just with him for like six months just standing in the same stall with him until he got comfortable with me it's like a level of respect you learn for for a horse and even you know i don't ride him as much as i should but when i do go up to him he knows like i'm his dude so it's like a crazy, um, crazy bond that we have that's uh, different than like a material item, you know. Yeah. It, it being alive is like what you're saying. It's... I gotta get Matt to get me on a horse. I've never ridden a horse. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll agree on a horse. Maybe we'll saddle one. Yeah. Maybe we'll saddle one up and let let you go cruise around, yeah. dude. Yeah. We got, we got a few back there, so. Yeah, I just put him in an airplane for the first time, like a small airplane the other day, and had him go learn how to fly backcountry and oh, fly low-level stuff. And that was sick. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was insane. So now i got to go put him in an acro plane and, like, go do ro- loops and rolls oh, and man. go have some fun. So it's always fun. Like, that's the fun side, too. And, like, even guests that are on the podcast, if they ever want to do it, like, I always want to try to, like, put a person, like, if they want to come fly, like, I'll go find an airplane. Like, let's yeah. go fly. Let's go have some fun. And so, you know, like, I always want to cross my experiences with other people's experiences and work together and like being able to show people that aspect you know i want to be able to like someone's like dude i want to try that big if i don't have it like i'll make a couple phone calls and try to make that happen so yeah one of my uh, one of my best friends uh stefan uh he's who does like pretty much all of our video and all of our photo uh stefan thor on instagram he he uh his dad has one of those little small airplanes and we went up to their cabin they have a cabin in bear valley oh nice and we're we're like he's like i'm like where are we fucking landing like we're here right where are we landing he's like right down there right down there and we're in we're like this little plane i'm like i don't see it and we start coming in and it's like the landing strip is the width of the freaking wings of this thing dude i'm like oh shit holding on uh that was like the last time i was in one of those small planes and i, I don't know if i'll do it again did you go into something private up there or did you guys go to like was, pine mountain lake or did you go to no it was cold? like a, it was like a private oh bro a private strip a up there private yeah strip, that's dude. sick so narrow there's a couple up there so you yeah land dude. into the trees i'm like this is crazy uh, <laughs> that's fun <laughs> it, dude it's the weirdest feeling like being in a plane and just landing somewhere where you're like you're not actually supposed to land here, yeah. I don't think. Like, yeah, but yeah. it's sick that those planes do that yeah, because yeah. we were landing on the beach. We were doing all sorts of like crazy shit. Crazy. It was, it was oh, yeah, surfing the airplane with the waves, and yeah, we figured out how to like get our airplane down and surf waves with them and stuff. And like where the waves are taller than the wings of the airplane. I don't and, know if I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, it was sick. It was so. There's, fun. It's yeah. definitely a handy skill set to have, yeah, and for sure. knowing how to do it right. Knowing like just like a bike, it's re, it's respect for your machine or respect for your horse. There's a there's a common respect for you for things that you have to know yeah. that can kill you at the end of the day, and you have to know respectfully how far you can push it and yeah. still be safe. So yeah, I mean we all we all fuck around all day long, but at the end of the day, we do have these little skills that uh, we we take. Pretty 
pretty serious. Yep. Yeah, you got some handy ones, man. Yeah, like, you got to. Yeah, you definitely got some handy ones. But, uh, dude, overall, like, I appreciate you bringing us out here today, letting us come down, letting us hang out, seeing the yeah, property. Like, this sure. is rad, sitting down talking to us. And hopefully we could pump slab sides in Cadillac Ranch for you and, you know, get more people coming to your stuff, yeah. dude. So Hopefully yeah. we can get out here and get on some 110s. I'm trying to put Matt over a berm later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can ride some dirt bikes, ride some horses. horses. Yeah, dude, let's go have some fun, man. All but, right. dude, thanks for sitting down. Yeah, thanks yeah. for talking to us, and thanks for having us. Tell everybody tell everybody the Instagram and everything, too. I mean, oh, yeah. pump, where, pump where do we find you too. at? Yeah, yeah, so, uh, man, I can I have a long list. But, uh, <laughs> uh, slab Size 01, we're actually out of Campbell, uh, not San Jose. Oh, yeah, hey, no, don't listen to me. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> out of Campbell, but it's kind of San Jose. Uh, but yeah, at Slab Sides 01, we got uh, at Cadillac Ranch underscore CA. Um, and then I, you know, always follow uh, Bung King, uh, Heat Wave, Progressive Suspension, Bell Helmets, um, Stefan Thor. He does all of our media. Uh, and you're straight up Roger, dude. Straight up Roger, dude. Yeah, that's that's Yeah, you got you to gotta put your own Instagram yeah, out there, too. Yeah, for sure. I forgot about mine. Sorry. Uh, Saddleman Seats. Um, we got Sinister Wheels, CNS Custom Swing Arms, the list goes on. But, yeah, those are some solid ones that have been with us forever. Support the brands that we support. Support Roger's brands. Come support him, guys, and yes, check sir. in one day. Cool. Awesome, yeah. dude. Thanks Sweet. for having Thanks us. Thanks for joining yes, us, dude. Sir. Appreciate it. Until next uh, time, guys. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>